so vain. I'm pretty sure this song is about me. I'm so vain. Don't you think this song is about me? Don't you? Don't you? Oh, today is Tuesday, October 13th, 2020. My name is Joe Batanz, and I am the host of a show called This Joe Batanz. Now, I know often I say, oh, you know, I have nothing to talk about. And blah, blah, blah. Guys, this is a big one. We have a lot to talk about. Feelings. Joe's in the wrong. Joe apologizes. And the show is going away. This Joe Batanz. This Joe Batanz. Right here on Afterthought Media. Said at the top of the show, my name is Joe Batanz and I am the host of this Joe Batanz show where I share with you, my dear listener, the goings on at Afterthought Media and my life. More in my life. Afterthought Media doesn't really do anything. Even though corporations are people. Oh, guys, you know what's so worried, what's so weird was yesterday during the day, I was thinking, what am I going to talk about today on this Joe Batanz? I have nothing to talk about. In fact, I was tempted to do it early and just sort of cheat and just do like, nothing happened today. And boy, did I get sent for a loop. So um, what happened was on Monday, uh, I don't know if I shared this on Monday's show or not. Maybe I did. Who knows what I shared. But uh, there was uh, quite the scare in the Batanz household with um, – well, that was on, yeah, it was on Monday. Um, with some news about my, oh yeah, we, of course we talked about this. Of course, the whole episode about it. Well, on, uh, so it, it, during that drama, I told Mike Lawson, I don't know what this news means. I don't know if I'll be in the mindset to record Shady Pines in a little bit. And I don't know if I'm going to be in the mindset to do Catching Up tomorrow. I don't know what this means. And he was like, don't worry. Take your time. Figure it out. Okay, and uh, so you know, in the morning, Tuesday morning, my uh, my, uh, in fact, something's going on right now that I'll tell you about. Let's put a button on this. Um, my mom's doctor wrote back to her and told her that she had what is now I know the classification, uh, a benign mucinous neoplasm, a benign mucus, benign mucus. You know, a benign mucinous cystic neoplasm, MCN. And look, if you're going to have a precancerous cyst, that's the one to get. All right. Uh, there's, uh, they don't, they're not cancer at all, but they have a strong possibility of turning to cancer in a few years, in years. And sometimes they monitor, sometimes they don't. To just end that story right now, uh, my mom's currently on the phone right now with trying to schedule. They're, it looks like they're going to do a surgery to remove it, which if they do that, there is literally, I'm not even being funny, a 0% chance of that coming back. Could she get a new one? Maybe, and they'll probably monitor that. But for that particular one, 0% chance of reoccurrence once they remove it. Okay. Now, look, granted, as with all surgeries, there are risks, and surgery on the pancreas is no 
Uh, it's not, it's not silly business. It's serious business, but let's get it taken out. Let's get it taken care of. She can live a normal life. Okay. Now, so, but, so now that that's taken care of. So on Tuesday morning, once I knew what kind of cyst it was, my, my anxiety level reduced tremendously. Okay. Cause now I knew what it was. I knew what I was dealing with. And, uh, so I was like, Oh, well, we're doing catching up today. That was my bad. I didn't check in with Mike Lawson. So, Around three o'clock, I text Lawson and I just ask him, are we still on for 5 p.m. today? And he writes back, oh, no, I, I, I assumed it was canceled and I made, I, I don't, I, I'm not able to do it. And I was like, oh, okay, no problem. And he, and then he writes back, and this is important actually, because even though in real life, as you'll learn, I am not defending myself. This is this Joe Batanz. I'm going to defend myself, okay? So then what happens is he writes, well, let's just skip then today. Let's just do it another time because I'm not feeling well. And I immediately start writing to him, if you're not feeling well, then let's just schedule this for another time. This is not important, you know? I Or I said, or I can get a sub. Whichever you prefer. Okay. Well, it's that thing, and I'm sure we've all had this happen when we're texting, is he was using uh, instant messenger as uh, as punctuation. And so he was writing something simultaneously, and he just happened to send to his a split second before I sent mine. And in that second message, he writes... That And I'm sharing something with you that, uh, you know, maybe I'd be careful here. He shares with me that he thinks that the disease that he's feeling, is that the symptoms he's feeling is very serious, okay? That he doesn't think it's just a regular uh, common cold. He thinks it might be more serious. I'll let you read between the lines there. And um, so, but that comes in a split second. Before I say, you know, should I find a sub? Should I call you? And then I follow up before I can even read the message with, I'll call Taylor. I call Taylor and he says he can sub. Okay. And then I write back, oh, Taylor can sub. You know, I still haven't even seen the message. I'm not joking. God has a very serious sense of humor. Because at that exact moment, that exact moment, I get a phone call from Lori Roddenkamp. And I go, hello. She says, what are you doing? I said, I don't know, hanging out. She says, I'm outside your house. Lori never comes to my house. She goes, I'm outside your house. I brought you a little present. So I mask up and I go outside and she's... 30 feet away from me and she puts on the, like a table in the garage, some masks that she bought me. She thought it'd be kind of funny to buy me these masks. They have these sayings on them. So we shoot the shit for a little bit. And, um, then I, uh, say goodbye. She's probably there for like 10 minutes. Then I say goodbye. And then, uh, immediately, immediately, as soon as I say goodbye, Tomas, who you heard about on today's Catching Up, and you probably heard about before and talking about 
drag him out. Thomas uh, calls me for a, a semi-scheduled call that we have. So I'm talking to Thomas, and I get this text message from Mike Lawson, basically reading me for filth for how insensitive I am, that here he'd scared shitless that he might have this illness and that the only thing I can think of is about getting a sub and, and, and I don't even try and reschedule with him, blah, 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 blah. So I'm like, what the fuck is this shit? So I call Lawson. I hang up with Domas. I go, Domas, I got to call. I got to go. I got a, a text message. I hang up. I call Lawson. I go, what is going on? Is everything okay? And, and, and I want to end this. I want to interrupt here because people have asked this. No matter what happens in this story, Mike Lawson and I are totally fine. Where our friendship is still good, we're still friends. I've communicated with him today. Blah 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 blah. Just go ahead and put that out there now. And um, now, by the way, so then we I hang up with him and I go, you know what? I want to do something nice for my friend. So I, you know, I've been using this service called Thistle that I love. Okay. It's only based in LA though, but it's a food delivery service. You know, I fucking adore this service. And, but I'm, so I'm trying to find the equivalent of Thistle in Oakland. And I message him, make sure I have his address correct. And he says, I'm good on food. Don't worry about me. Don't sweat it. I'm good on food. You don't need to do this. It's like, okay, well, I can't do that. Then I was thinking back to my own grandparents' experience. What I knew there is that um, he needs a pulse oximeter. He needs to get up. You need to measure how much oxygen saturation you're getting, even if you feel fine. There have been a lot of cases of people going into the hospital with coronavirus symptoms, but they can breathe fine, and they put the oximeter on their finger, and they have like near-death oxygen saturation levels you have that's the ba- that is how you determine whether you go to the hospital is not your temperature not even necessarily your symptoms how is the oxygen in your blood is it getting are you getting enough oxygen in your blood and uh there are people who are asymptomatic and their oxygen levels are super low okay that's that 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 pulse oximeter is super important and you can get them at cvs so i go on instacart and I start buying, I buy a pulse oximeter, a digital thermometer, some Tylenol, a Vicks VapoRub, and it's ready to be delivered. It's going to be delivered within an hour and a half. But he lives in Oakland. I know he lives in a weird apartment building, so I have to bug him again. And I say, hey, listen, I have your address, but like, I'm going to have this Instacart thing delivered to you. Can, what are there any special instructions? And he kind of flips out on me and is like, I don't want anything. Leave me alone. You're stressing me out. I don't want anything. Just don't get me anything. That's the best thing you can do. So I'm like, okay. It saved me money, right? So I uh, canceled the um, Instacart order, and I just stand by for further orders, instructions. I talked about how he's feeling. We already had that phone call. I tried to get him the thistle, tried to get him that, whatever. Well, again, related to uh, catching up, my wolf clothing came in last night. Uh, late, actually, too. The post office is really behind. Uh, my wolf clothing came in late, and uh, I uh, I was uh, making, I was taking some cheese, some tasteful cheesecake shots for my boyfriend. And on my phone, as I'm taking these photos, I get an email, 
and it's from Lawson quitting catching up. And this time he's serious. This time he's serious. I don't want to read his email on the air, but he essentially reads me for filth, talks about how uh, he still wants to be my friend, but he feels like he's become a prop and that his only purpose there on catching up is for me to tell him stories. And that is not fun for him anymore. And that um, he's done with the show. He's done. Don't even try and talk him into it. He's done. And I'm going to be honest with you. I'm going to respect that choice. And that's a that's a tricky business decision for me. There's nothing I can do. I can't force someone to do a show. I'm trying to see how much time I have left on this, on the clock here. I can't force someone to do a show. But it's tricky business because, um, you know, there, there are a lot of – Catching Up is one of our most popular shows. It's one of our most popular shows. Uh, I believe the entire basic tier is predicated on the faith that catching up will appear in the feed and we might lose everyone in the basic tier. And I wouldn't be surprised if we lose a bunch of, but we lose a bunch of people because catching up goes away. Who, who Premium. I don't see anyone above premium really going away because catching up is gone, but uh, maybe a lot of premium people who are like, well, I lost catching up and now I'm done. And so it is a tricky thing, and but uh, but here's what's important. Believe it or not, that's not as important to me as my friend's health. Okay, it really isn't. And I and so I responded to Mike Lawson in an email, and I said, you know, I can. Well, I'll read you my email back to him. That's my. That's what what the emails I send are my business to share or not share. Uh, and, um, let me go to that email. Let's see here. Uh, okay. I wrote, Mike, I read your letter and obviously I'm heartbroken by your decision to leave catching up. I meant what I said a few weeks ago when I said that if I won the lottery, I would quit all my shows except catching up. Over the last seven years, I've relished every second we spent together on that show, and so obviously I'm going to miss catching up with you publicly. That said, catching up is the least of my concerns right now. It's not important. Right now, my most pressing concern is your health and making sure you get through this. I acknowledge 100% that my actions today made you feel otherwise, but I want you to know from the bottom of my heart that was never my intention. For now, though, when we catch up this weekend away from any microphones, let's focus on your health. I love you. Go to health. And I mean every word of that, you know, like catching up, smatching up, you know. Um, I've said this before, and I'm saying this in a positive way towards Mike Lawson. Everybody, including myself, can be replaced. Okay. And so, uh, and, and that's a good thing. In other words, to a point where Mike Lawson shouldn't stress and he shouldn't do a show because he's worried about me or anything like that. I will figure it out. You know, I will figure it out. I'm going to miss catching up tremendously. But right now, what I'm concerned about is Mike Lawson's health. Uh, he's young and he's fit and he has that to his advantage, but he is a type one diabetic. And that's a very dangerous thing. And I know he's scared. And the other thing that, that worries me, and this is what's, this is what worried me from the minute he told me since the minute we talked on the phone is that Mike Lawson is, first of all, by his very nature, a loner. You've heard him say on the show, 
that his dream is to live in the woods by himself with contact with no human beings. And I think to have this terrible disease away from friends, away from family, by yourself, seems like the like the saddest thing I've ever heard in my entire life. You know, luckily when my grandmother passed away, she left the house unconscious and she never regained consciousness. But can you imagine that she died alone in a hospital? She lived this she lived 92, you know, years and uh and she goes out alone in a hospital connected to tubes with just nurses and doctors around. You know, it's very sad. And uh and so I'm not saying Mike Lawson's gonna die. But, but to be sick, and I know when I've been very sick, uh, either with GERD or with something, I was always so grateful to have my parents and my family around. And the thought of going through that alone is, maybe I'm projecting here, is just so frightening to me. That what's important to me right now is to be his friend and be there for him. Catching up is not important. At all. Okay. If it ends, it ends. All right. Uh, and, and, and to go back to what happened is I am, I am not, um, passing the blame or trying to avoid blame in this whatsoever. What I will say is it's a weak spot that you guys, even as listeners, would know that I have. It's a sort of ADD. I, I can't multitask at all. So, there's two things that I have that I think led to me hurting Mike Lawson's feelings. Not intentionally though, never intentionally is a, I'm a problem solver. So you come to me with an operational problem. Like how do we solve this problem? You know? And I think in doing so I was actually, it was one of those, the, the road to hell is paved with good intentions because uh, I thought I was doing the right thing by Mike Lawson which is, A, let me take this burden off of him because I'm a narcissist and assume that he was worried about whether catching up would be done and find a sub for him right away. One of the things he was upset about was that I never tried to reschedule with him. But again, that came from a good place. I didn't want him to stress and think like, well, when can you do it next? I want him to be like, you get better. That's the most important thing. You get better. Catching up can come back whenever catching up comes back. It looks like catching up's never coming back. And... um. <clears throat> But I didn't vocalize that. And there's no use trying to explain that to him. That's not important. I'm explaining to you, you know. And the other thing is, is I'm just not good at multitasking. And I'm not good at, uh, you know, so I'm whatever. Like I said, it might be an ADD that I have or ADHD. I am concerned with what's right in front of me. So at that moment, Lori was in front of me. That's my concern. The next moment, Tomas calls me. That was my concern. And that's not right. That is a that is a blind spot that I have that I need to work on because I had a friend who was telling me he was freaking the fuck out that he might have a disease. And I was just oh, Gabby, Gabby, Gabby on the phone with Tomas and talking to Lori about masks and whatnot. And uh, I should have been paying attention to my friend. And so I missed the mark. 
I missed the mark. And there's, I can't change time. I can't change what happened in the past. If I, if I could, I would do things differently, but I can't. And so all I can do is work hard to be a better person moving forward and being there for my friend. Catching up is gone. There's nothing I can do about it. And there's nothing I'm going to do about it. Right. Because right now I'm going to the desk now so I can be here when this, oh, it's going to land right now. The only thing I can do is do what I can to be there for my friend and make sure he comes out of this okay. That's the only thing I can do. So that's going to be this episode. The music is going to come on any second now. It's going to be this episode of This Joe Batanz. Um Let's all, you know, don't bother Mike Lawson. I'm not even sure he wants anybody to know. Okay? Just... Thoughts, thoughts and prayers, everybody. Thoughts and prayers. Don't discuss this on Discord. Don't send Mike Lawson things until anything's official. Thoughts and prayers. Silently. But uh, RIP catching up. You got me into podcasting. I'm going to miss you a lot. Let's all pray for Mike Lawson. Hope he gets better. See you guys next week. Right here. On, uh, wait. This Joe Batanz on Afterthought Media.